Hey everyone, welcome back to our podcast edition. This is Cece. And this is Claire. And greetings listeners, this is our letter to the podcaster edition of our 21st series, and we cannot wait for you to hear from our guest today. So we have Arushi with us today. Arushi, could you please introduce yourself? Hi, um, my name is Arushi Tiagi, and I am a junior at Monte Vista High School in Cupertino. Um, I am the co-founder of Boxit, which is a subscription box service, and I'm very glad to be here today. Well, we're definitely glad to have you on board. Um, so could you give us a little more summary on what Boxit is and what it does? So essentially, Boxit is a subscription box service where we connect small businesses to um, more community members like us and this way we are able to allow the community to reach out to more small businesses that they wouldn't be able to you know in their daily lives as well as help small businesses grow their consumer platform. So how did this idea for this type of startup you know start? Yeah, so how it actually started was that um, me and my other two co-founders, Jigyasa and Janet, we all were part of a um, competition kind of thing. It was uh, part of like this make-a-thon actually, and it's for this um, organization called Generation She. And so this is, I think, all of our first make-a-thon. And which is basically just kind of kind of like a business competition. And it's not that we were really looking for each other as partners, but mm-hmm. we, Jigyasa was the one that said like, I'm looking for a group and Janeth and I decided like, let's just join, you know, because it was kind of hard to find a group there. So we all kind of joined her group and we brainstormed a lot of ideas and she already had the idea of some kind of subscription box service. And we refined the idea to think about like dealing with minorities or small businesses that are eco-friendly because that's kind of also a big thing going around with like the whole issue with COVID, like supporting small businesses. So that's kind of how like we came up with that idea and how we kind of met each other. That's great to hear. Um, So obviously you have now like from then on you had the idea and now you have a group, right? So what were your sort of next steps for that? So in the very beginning, we kind of, our kind of mindset was just finish this competition and then not really like work on this further or even like talk to each other. It was kind of like, because it was just like some kind of small competition, you Mm know, kind of like hackathons. Um, But we kind of really, we really liked the idea that we came up with and we thought that it would be really cool to make this kind of a real thing because the hackathon or the makeathon was really just um, a hypothetical business that we were creating. But we mm-hmm. thought that it would be cool if we could make a real business off of this and make like the subscription box service something that like is tangible. So... I kind of asked me like all of us were kind of thinking the same thing so I kind of asked like would you guys be open to it you know and they were totally on board which was great so that's kind of 
where we started and we thought that maybe we could make this a bigger thing and yeah how did you go forward from the shoemaker-thon what were your next steps after that um so first of all uh we found a mentor so um i have a mentor already um for a lot of my extracurriculars so i thought she would be a great kind of resource for us um and box it and basically after that we kind of met up and we started like creating pitches like working out logistics um even started our website and um the website is actually still in the works right now but since Mm -hmm. like we were kind of doing a lot of things at the same time like reaching out to small businesses, making our website, all of those things at the same time. It got a little hectic, but, you know, I think that it's good that we work really well together and um, we could plan things out pretty well that um, using, like, also, like, using my mentor's help, we could kind of move forward with our plans. So I think, really, we entered a lot more competitions, too, at the same time to get more feedback from like judges about like how our business could be better since we really wanted to make it a real thing so like building on with that joining more business more competitions and um on the sidelines making the business a real thing was like something that we were doing after the makeathon. oh um one thing i wanted to touch on that you mentioned is a mentor right and you said that you have this mentor for your other extracurriculars and I guess this is not even specific to teen entrepreneurship but I'd love to know more about like why why you have a mentor and how that helps because Claire and I are actually part of a program that mentors young kids as well like middle schoolers and we'd love to hear more about your perspective as someone who benefits from mentorship having a mentor is honestly like one of the most relieving things especially with um like high school because also in the bay area everything is so competitive and Mm -hmm. everyone's just kind of like on this race to college and like trying to do as many like extracurriculars as they can (laughs) so um like, through my college counseling, actually, like, I was provided, luckily, like, I was provided, like, some kind of extracurricular mentor, mm-hmm. and, um, she, like, heard about Box It, and she's also, um, she's just, she's just a college student right now in, at Princeton, so it's, um, it's pretty cool, because she just graduated, like, high school, and she's, like, third, third or fourth year in college, so she knows the whole process and everything, and so, like, having... Um, those kind of mentors who are like still in touch with like our generation's like problems and our generation's like um, pathways and careers and stuff was is really helpful to me and I'm sure it's helpful to a lot of people just kind of like having a support system for what you're doing yeah because right, they've also, also been ahead, ahead of you in life exactly they should, should be doing what they're doing, doing mm-hmm. at least, you know? yeah that's always, always a big, big help. help. Mhm. I agree. Yeah. Especially mm-hmm. with like box it because it's we've none of us have ever done anything like this. Like mm-hmm. entrepreneurship is like something that you don't normally do. 
like um you know you kind of come up with it takes time to come up with an idea and do those kind of things and it's like we're totally new to like this like real world kind of thing like that so yeah and it's really helpful and she also like my mentor she's like created nonprofits before so at the same time yeah, yeah exactly so it's like really helpful with all the logistics because she keeps bringing up logistics that I haven't even thought about. So it's mm-hmm. it's so relieving, yeah. So you, so you mentioned for your box it, your box business, business right? right? You reach out to small, small businesses, businesses and, and you're basically, basically collaborating with them, right? right? How do you exactly reach out to them? them? What does what that, that entail? entail? So basically, um, how we do this is that we send mass emails to a bunch of small, um, bis- to a bunch of small businesses, and the way that um, you're actually supposed to do this, which would be really useful for any entrepreneur who's mm-hmm. um, planning on, you know, reaching out to a lot of um, small business, like not even small business businesses, just like a lot of companies or a lot of people is that um, you should send an email asking them for their interest and the email should be the size of your phone screen. So they shouldn't be like scrolling up or down to read the message because then they're going to lose interest if it's too long. So if it's that, like you would send that short of an email to a bunch of people and kind of like ask, Um, what kind of services are you looking for rather than talking about your own service so that you can tailor your service to their needs. So by asking them what they're looking for and, you know, sending out, um, we sent out a survey or like a form asking them like what they would be looking for um, in terms of like advertising and help and how we could kind of offer that. Oh, interesting. So it's kind of like you're basically doing market research for the other side, I would yeah, say. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and one thing I wanted to ask is like, is there a type of certain category you're looking for uh, in products of small businesses or it's just like a wide variety? Yeah, so we have a specific category because we're kind of tailoring Mm -hmm. to specific small business. So first of all, it has to be somewhere near the Bay Area so that we can kind of like ship their products Mm -hmm. in our subscription box. Um, And based on the products, um, we're looking for um, mostly products that are either clothing products or jewelry products some kind like those um kind of um like products yeah and they have to be eco-friendly or sustainable so mostly like Mm -hmm. sustainable fashion is what we're looking towards because that would kind of you know kill two birds with one stone it helps minorities and it helps the environment yeah that's what we were kind of looking for based on the survey responses you got from these small businesses how has that shaped what your business is offering now so right now um we did reach out to a few only and we've only gotten like a couple of us like a handful of responses so it hasn't affected like the main goal of our um service that much because it is kind of aligning with what we were originally planning Mm -hmm. 
And so we kind of decided that it would be good to like, you know, work on our website and have something tangible first to show these businesses because I think that's the reason why they were less inclined to kind of respond to us because we have to like show our credibility first of all somehow mm-hmm. by like making our like website, you know, something good, like real. And um yeah, so I think it hasn't changed our, you know, perspective or our mission that much. Um but it has kind of made us rethink how we're going about like our next steps and like what our priorities are first. So, yeah. And um going sorry, I just we keep going back but to your original plan you said could you walk us through a little bit more of how like the logistics of how uh, say like if I'm a customer, right? How would I plan to order this thing? How it or like order a subscription box? Do I choose stuff or is it like just kind of like a monthly base like here's the monthly picks and that sort of thing? It'll be that there are three options. So usually um, it would be $15, $25, or I believe it's $35 um, mm-hmm. worth of subscription box products. So what, they, well, like how it would be um, our, at like our um, goal for our website, which is still in the workings, but this is like our vision and our storyboard, is that in our on our website, there would be a list of small businesses that we are getting their products from. And mm-hmm. when you click each uh, each small business, there will be the list of their products and their prices. So depending on whichever subscription box um, you chose, like let's say you chose the $15 box, um, you could choose as many products as you want from any small business. It's not limited to just one. You can cho- like pick and choose from any small business. And as long as the total amount of um, products you buy does not exceed $15. So it will give a cap at $15 if you chose the $15 um, box product. Ah, uh, I see. Exactly. Yeah. And it would be like a monthly thing because that's usually how subscription box services are. They're like on a monthly basis. Mm-hmm. But if you can always like um, change your plan from 15 to 35 Um, Right now, like the prices are... Um, we're not sure. Like, de- it depends on, first of all, after we see the products, like, how how expensive their products are. But, like, that's just hypothetical. Like, that's how it would essentially work. I see. So then, in the future, when you're actually packing these boxes, do you know how you guys plan to do that? Will you order from the small businesses and then start putting the boxes together? Yeah. So, we order from the small businesses um, depending on each individual um, order. And then we'll we'll have the boxes like made from kind of like our funds or like our company really. Mm -hmm. And so we'll have the boxes ready um, because that's kind of what we offer and um, on top of the service. And then we'll package each individual box with the products that we ordered from the small businesses and um, we'll kind of send it off to... um, whoever like wherever the person who ordered it is interesting and like oh sorry (laughs) 
um, there seems to be a lot of logistics involved, and there has to be, right? Do you guys, I guess, like, how do you keep that in mind? Is there a doc you have this all written on to make sure, you know, it's being followed? And, like, how did you plan this? Right, so um, right now, like, obviously, we are in the very preliminary stages. Mm -hmm. Um, So we don't have, like, logistics planned out. And also, it's very complicated with the financial aspect you know, like, how are we going to work on refunds? Like, mm-hmm. um, and there's a lot of paperwork, actually, that I didn't even know that you had to do with, like, a business, um, depending on whether it's going to be for-profit, non-profit. There's, like, so many logistics with that if you're going to be an LLC corporation, have taxes, all those kind of things. And so um, that's, again, like, what my mentor is for. Um, we don't – or our mentor, really um, – but um right now again we're just working on like the website and the things that we can do on our own and then we're gonna go and talk to our mentor and um, we'll probably have like a document of all of the things that we need to fill out all the things that we need to um take care of like money financially financial wise um like socially those kind of things so we're gonna have a document with all of that and then um checklist like all of those things we even have that for the small businesses that we reach out to like we have a like a google sheet kind of spreadsheet with the small businesses what kind of business they are like where they are located and things like that so we try to stay like very organized and like on time even though it's really (laughs) difficult with like the three of us living in different Mm -hmm. parts of the world really but um yeah like that's why it's really important for us to like have everything like tabs on everything i see so like speaking of logistics and management what does that management kind of look like for you guys now i know you have a total of three people but um how do you guys really split up the work kind of manage the different time zones etc yeah so obviously meeting is really difficult because Like, one person's in India, another one's in, like, Michigan, and I'm in California. And so, it's um, difficult to meet. Yeah, it's definitely a struggle. And we all already have, like, side things going on since we're on high school. But Mm -hmm. um, we kind of try to keep, like, a certain day and a time. Like, usually it's Friday and Saturday, like, 6 to 7 or like seven to eight kind of that time range um so that we like don't deviate from that time so that all of us are like awake and not stressed out and then um on top of that like the way that we split up our work is we kind of have one person really in charge of the website like I'm in charge of the website um Mm -hmm. Janeth she's in charge of um like connecting with the businesses you know like our social aspect and then Jigyasa is also helping me with the website as well as finding a lot of opportunities for us because I know like she's really well connected with like a bunch of organizations and um like she's always like on top of 
all of her stuff. Like, she's amazing. They both are really amazing. But, um, like, we don't really have a problem, like, splitting up our work. Yeah. Um, coming off of, like, uh, are there, how do I, <laughs> um, I know you're in the beginning works, and that's kind of what makes, I feel like, this episode super interesting, because the people we have talked to, they've kind of already at a later stage, right, but, and it's harder for them to kind of recount, you know, how difficult it is just starting out. Is there any, like, I know you've mentioned that you've learned a lot, and, you know, many people do when they take their first step. But is there, could you bring out just one lesson that you feel is, that you could also use as advice for other people who, you know, want to get their own start and will definitely go through all this, right? Right. I think that really the biggest obstacle when, for anything, not even just a business, like it could be mm-hmm. group projects, like really anything, um, is that you have to make sure that everyone is like 100% committed. First of all, if you're, mm-hmm. especially when you're working in a group, cause obviously most organizations are really more than one person and you have to make sure everyone's 100% committed and that you find a way to make sure that you're voicing like your opinions and your needs or your schedules mm-hmm. very well because communication I think is the hardest thing and I know anyone can relate to this problem <laughs> and everyone has this problem it's just the matter of finding the right solution and I know it's difficult to confront people and talk about like certain problems that you have but I think that it's the most important thing to when you're working with anyone on especially in a business that you need to like voice um any challenges that you have and um work on coming up with like a solution together um because that's really the whole purpose of working with other people and you can't have an organization if like your team members don't function together well mm-hmm. so I know it's like a, a basic problem but I think that it's one of the most biggest problems that like even we have especially with different time zones just trying to get things done on time and like communicating well so yeah mm-hmm. okay. mm-hmm. Nice. I think uh, I think I hope that is an advice that everyone yeah. <laughs> who's listening will take to heart. Definitely. Yeah, communication is definitely one of the biggest aspects of group projects, etc. Or even like what friendships with others, right? Because if you're not getting what each other needs, then you're not satisfied. And also you don't get things done, right? So there are big consequences each time. So that conflict you mentioned, do you recall any incidents where you've actually had this conflict when creating Boxit? Yeah, we've definitely had these conflicts before. Um, We've, I'd say especially in the very beginning, um, when kind of moving into that stage of we want to make this, you know, a real thing, it was a little difficult because 
we were honestly just very scrambling like not sure how this was going to play out Mm -hmm. and kind of especially when we were doing more business competitions it was like who's gonna do which part of the pitch like who's um working on what like there were definitely some competitions where I had to do a lot of the slides sometimes Janet would have to do a lot of the a lot of the work or Jigyasa would have to do a lot of it um because like the other two members weren't able to contribute as much at the time because of like a lot of different factors um but I think after that it became apparent that that was a very very big issue that we had to overcome in order to you know make this work and we kind of all sat down and we thought we discussed like we just want to make sure everyone's on the same page of really making this a business like we had a real talk um which was a little difficult to address like you know confrontation is always hard yeah (laughs) and so we had to talk about it and I think it was really I'm so glad that we did because now like we're always like you know kind of checking checking up on each other and making sure you Mm. know everyone's like on track you know making sure everything's going smoothly and if anyone needs help like we're totally open to like helping like the other members if they need it as long as you know they tell us like in time which is kind of like what we're trying to preach more like to each other you know so I think that that's one good thing that really came out of that problem that we were able to find like a good solution and kind of like build more trust in each other by talking about it yeah and I think Man, sometimes having conversation that like uh those intimate conversations are super difficult because especially for when you're working with someone you might not know as much, right? It's just getting your thoughts through that are clear and you hope like cuz you don't know that person as well you do as well as you do as maybe like a childhood friend, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a struggle. Yeah, and I know you. Of course, you just mentioned that one of it, one of the causes of the struggle is basically like kind of managing stuff on your team. And of course, we all suffer from many time management, as like that's natural for us to do. And you know, how do you exactly? So sorry, let me. I need to stop saying you know. How do you individually manage your time working on Boxit to like your schoolwork to other extracurriculars, which I'm sure you have, and you know, hanging out with friends and whatnot? Yeah, so it's definitely hard. There's so many instances where I just, you know, thought that like I couldn't do it anymore, and I'm sure like uh, uh-huh. we've all gone through those times and um but I know like for me um what Mm -hmm. I've noticed is that the more things that I have on my plate the more efficient I become because I know like I have a deadline and I have to like organize my things and work on it so um when things started getting really hectic because I started piling on too many things, 
Um, especially the like in 20, like when COVID just hit, I thought this is a great opportunity for me to do as much as I can. But, you know, I bit off more than I can chew. And like I was saying, um, when things became kind of difficult, um, my mom kind of sat down with me and she um, made this system, which was kind of like a, it was like a spreadsheet of my entire week and every week I would update it and it had all my extracurriculars, Uh all my school things, you know, um, and on my, like, you know, in the gaps that I had, um, in my schedule, you know, I'd go around and socialize my friends. And so I think it was really helpful because it would give me a good idea of like the week and then any important events, like later in the month, I would mark that too. So I think that was really helpful because now I can see like how many things I can get done in a week, how many things I can't. So I know my mm-hmm. like limits and I know like when everything's due because there's just so many deadlines everywhere. So <laughs> like missing things is just like, it's really stressful. So having that, like honestly, it was really helpful. And I really recommend that for anyone that has a bunch of extracurriculars. That's really helpful information. Thank you. And to, I guess, wrap this up a little bit, um, I'm sure there are many people out there that will be interested in starting their own businesses or on the route to starting their own businesses and dabbling in entrepreneurship, you know. Since you have the experience, what kind of advice do you think you'd give to people wanting to, you know, start becoming entrepreneurs? I would say that First of all, no idea is a bad idea. (laughs) And um, even if you find a lot of holes, you know, in your idea, it do not completely scrap it out. Um, Because I know that we had a lot of holes in our idea at first. And we got to really refine it and talk to so many people um, because we're fortunate enough that, that, you know, we live in areas where there's so much entrepreneurship going um, on, especially in the Bay Area. So it's really important to kind of pitch your idea to multiple people and get their advice and their expertise and kind of extract as much as you can from the resources around you, because that mm-hmm. is going to be so helpful, not only when you're starting your idea, but also when you're like moving along and they'll point out things that you don't even think to point out. And I think that's great. So I think the biggest thing is just make sure to use the resources around you as much as you can. Great. Um, and I guess one last, I know Claire's just said that we're it was semi wrapping it up, but I'd love to know more about like your future goals for Boxe as an ending. Yeah. So our future goals are really to definitely reach out to a lot of businesses and um you know get at least like 50 responses um so that we could have at least maybe 25 on our website Mm -hmm. um so that we have like a huge range of their products and um also cater to our community members because they're also the ones you know buying the products so Um, cater to those you know send out surveys to them too I think that maybe reaching out to them is like one of our biggest steps and probably going to be one of our hardest 
um, because you know marketing is something that's so important and we haven't even started that yet so um, I think that's basically our future biggest future step you know working on that and you know um, our website's basically done so um, kind of wrapping all that small thing those actually those are pretty big things but (laughs) wrapping up those big things up and then moving on to you know the more business aspect is what we're looking towards great um and i hope that your website will soon be up you guys whenever you're listening i guess uh we'll try to we can share definitely share uh that it's up on our social media so you guys you listeners can check it out and order a subscription box from box it when it does launch thank you that'd be great Well, that's all we have for you guys today. Thank you so much for listening. And have a good Sunday.